0: welcome to her sports convo with ashley wilson hey y'all welcome back crazy to see you again i hope you had a good week last week i hope you had a good week this week february is almost over how crazy is that like march madness right around the corner i know i talked about that last week in the intro but i just still think that that's like so insane like it truly feels like it was just january and now it's basically almost March like where does time go I truly don't understand but it's fine by I hope you're ready you know I feel like a lot of fun things happen this week if you aren't you know paying attention the Australian Open is happening and it's going um the semifinals are Thursday and y'all definitely should be tuning in it's the day this episode goes up if you're listening now make sure to watch it I mean, it probably came out at like 3 a.m. my time. So, you definitely probably missed it. But go back and watch it. Watch the reruns. I know they come on. You can find it on the internet. Naomi Osaka and Serena Williams are playing in the semi-matches. You know, right now, I don't know who's playing in the men, But you can probably guess it's either, you know, Roger Federer, Djokovic, one of those. Because they always play against each other, you know. But I'd say this is going to be a basketball episode if you've seen the title we're talking all about basketball this week you know the NFL is over football season is officially over we're just going to have to hold on and wait to see what happens in the draft come April the biggest news I'd say that came out of college basketball in the last few days has been Jalen Johnson's Duke you know McDonald's All-American star decided to opt out of the season on Monday morning and you know he said it was a hard decision and I mean it had to be a hard decision because every athlete wants to play they want to play they want to do their best they want to show up for their teammates but college basketball I'd say is more of a business than the NBA and here's why because the coaches and the players and the directors and stuff they're the ones that are controlling the business but the pieces and the actual business is being held up by 17 to 23 year olds and the fact that you know I feel like a lot of us forget that that it's a step like to them it's a step like to the athletic directors and the coaches and the people who work in there it's their livelihood but to college basketball players it's a step if you're going To the pros, it's definitely a step for them, you know, because they chose they didn't want to go play overseas or they didn't want to join, you know, the G League or the new junior league the NBA is putting on. They decided to go to college for that one year, that two year, three, four, how many years they want. For those who aren't, you know, going to the NBA, it's a step as in a cheaper or more affordable way to go to college. They're using basketball as a tool to, you know, get that higher education, to, Meet more people to have more experience, all these other things. And so, for I know a lot of people were, you know, really judging Jalen Johnson for opting out of the season about a month or so before the season, you know, is ultimately going to end for Duke because the chances of them getting into the NCAA is very slim to none people calling him a quitter and saying he's giving up on his teammates and he shouldn't be here and him leaving the Duke team now is the best decision for them and that's just gonna make Duke better blah 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 that's just one he's a child he's like 18 years old like we're really calling kids cowards nowadays like that's just rude and disrespectful but for you know someone to say that he's a quitter or he's not about team or he's not this and he's not that and he's selfish and if he was selfish he would have opted out of the season I would say in December when Duke was losing five, six, seven games in a week, you know, when they were going on all those big stretches, but he didn't quit. He kept going and he recovered. He had an injury. He came back. He recovered from it. And I'd say he's ridden out this train longer than he should have been if I was, you know, someone that was looking toward him and trying to plan for his future. So for people to be out there saying these crazy things, talking like about he's a quitter, he's a coward, he's giving up on his teammates, that's just that's just not fair. And it's especially not fair one, because these athletes are putting their bodies at risk for nothing in return, you know? They're still trying to figure out the name and just like this thing, and they're basically giving free labor for our entertainment. And for someone to call them a quitter or a coward, one, it's rude because they're children, and two Because they're not because, like I said, if he was a quitter, he would have quit, you know, when Duke was on that six game losing streak. But that's all I really have to say about that. Y'all go to the Instagram at her sports combo podcast and let me know how do you feel about it? Because that just that really made me upset to see, you know, people talking about him like that. And I believe Jalen Johnson's going to have a, you know, I say he'll have a solid career in the NBA as well. Now, I know a few weeks ago, I talked about, you know, Kansas. And I was like, oh, Kansas, they're doing so well. They're going to, you know, definitely have a higher seed in the tournament. But I guess I jinxed them because they haven't been doing too great recently. And, you know, this week, this Saturday, they did beat Iowa State. But Iowa State hasn't won a single Big 12 conference game this season. And so in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't really mean that much. And I mean, they're definitely going to get in. But now instead of being like a two seed, they're going to be more like around a five, six seed. And I'm sorry, Kansas, I really jinx you guys. I think that Kansas, like all these other teams this year, you know, they really depend on outside factors to help their team. And they didn't have, you know, that preseason, those exhibition games, and they have a lot of young guys. And You know, kind of things I was saying about Kentucky, they just need time. And that's not, you know, something athletes and sports in general have had this season. So I truly think it'll be a great decision if they all, you know, decide to come back next season. And I think Kansas can make a very big run in the NCAA tournament, the Big 12, all those good things, because they're a good team. Like if you sit down and you watch them play those kids can play. They're great at basketball individually, but I still feel like they're trying to figure out how to be great at basketball together. And, you know, moving out of the Big 12, because like I said, the Big 12 is really stacked this season. You know, you have Kansas, you have West Virginia. I feel like not a lot of people are talking about West Virginia either. You know, they're a top-rate team. They lost on Saturday, but That doesn't mean much. You know, they played a great game. They played against a great team in Oklahoma, and the Big 12 is packed. You know, I feel like there's going to be a lot of teams coming out of the Big 12 in March that are going to make a deep run in the NCAA tournament. Like I said, you have Kansas, you have West Virginia, you have Texas Tech, you have Texas, you have Baylor, you have possibly TCU? I mean, I don't know. That's probably a long shot for TCU, but hey, who knows? This season, everybody has a shot, I guess. And in the Big Ten, you have a lot of teams coming out of there, too. You have Michigan, Ohio State, Wisconsin, Iowa, you know. So, make sure we're on the lookout for the Big 12 and Big 10s. I mean, we're only talking about, you know, their top four teams in media nowadays. But there's a lot of good teams coming out of the Big 10 and the Big 12. But talking about Michigan and Wisconsin, they played on Sunday. And Michigan hadn't played a game since, like, mid to end of January and so it was like around a month since they played because of COVID and all these other things and at first they were looking like they haven't played or practiced since you know the mid to beginning of January it was it was hard to watch I do have to say but the second half they came back you know they were down by 14 starting second and I was like oh Michigan's gonna take this out but everyone's gonna be understanding they're gonna be You know, they haven't played in forever, all these other things, but they came back. They walked them down all 14 points of the game, and they were in the lead by the last two minutes, and Michigan has a very strong defense, so if your team is about to play Michigan, or you, when you're filling out your brackets, and you see Michigan, and you know, okay, my team isn't that great at defense, you can go ahead and make the realistic choice and go ahead and put Michigan over your team because they held Wisconsin to 20 points in the second half and truly I'm rounding up because it was probably more like 15 to 16 in the second half and that's a lot you know two halves of a college basketball game is 20 minutes that's not even a point a minute. So, for a team to again be down by 14 points in the second half, especially in college basketball, because you all know if you're watching college basketball and a team is down around, you know, 15 to 20 points, the game's basically over and everyone's changing the channels, but Michigan was like, "Hold up, wait a minute. We're not done yet." And big ups to Michigan because coming off of a break like that, that has to be hard, you know, which we saw at the beginning, but they didn't let their circumstances determine outcome of that game so big ups to Michigan and all the Michigan fans now in the women's side of college basketball I feel like you know we're all talking about Paige Beckers now don't get me wrong she is balling that girl is good for a freshman she's out here breaking records that people from UConn you know legends of UConn haven't even done so for her to do that big ups to her on that but we got to give our praises and kudos to some two other players I've seen in the NCAA that have been doing great stuff. Charlie Collier, she plays for Texas, and she's a baller. I mean, if you watch them play, she is in the paint. She can shoot the three, the two. She can go up for a layup. She's putting up jump shots, and she's doing it all, and I give her her praise, y'all. Like, we need to Again, page records is worth it. But there's some other girls in the women's game that deserve some light. And let's share it. Charlie, you know, broke Texas records this year for scoring the most points in a game. She had 50 in one game. That That's a lot of points, you know. They play four quarters of 10 minutes. That That's a lot of points. So let's give her her credit. She's good at offense and defense you know, they played Baylor this week and Baylor is really known for their offense. And I do have to say, you know, Texas did lose that game, but Charlie's and Texas overall's defense really helped them not, you know, get completely blown out by Baylor. Like they lost by a good amount, but it could have been worse if their defense wasn't on point. And the other player that I've been seeing a lot about has been Rain Howard from Kentucky. She has had three games with 30 plus points and that's an amazing like record you know she not only she's not even a point guard she's more of like a power for maybe a shooting guard if the rotation's calling it so for her to have three games with 30 plus points is a big deal and let's give her flowers you know like I said let's give Charlie and Ryan you know their flowers because they deserve it They deserve it, so make sure y'all are out here watching the women's game as much as you're watching the men's, and give them their credit, because the women's tournament is going to be just as crazy as the men's this year. I can definitely count on that. Now, on this side of the NBA, this season has been different than most. You know, we've had our drama with the Nets, we've had our, you know, drama with the league finding players for just speaking their opinions, basically, and... I just have to give two credits to two teams, one in the East, one in the West, about who I think are going to be big contenders um, coming up to the end of the year, coming up to, you know, playoff time, which again, isn't that close, but the All-Star break is coming up and it's, you know, normally known as the halfway point of the season and two teams that I feel like should be on more people's radars are the Knicks. I know. Am I, am I crazy? But, yes, we're we're talking about the Knicks in a good light. Who would have saw this coming? But they're balling. Like, the Knicks are really good this year. They have Julius Randle, who has averaged 20-plus games in the past five games except for two. And one of the two, he had 44 points. We're not even talking about the rebounds and the assists because he had a lot of those, too. But just points single alone because we all know the Knicks' problem for the past – four or five years is that they can't score. So, shout out to the Knicks. Y'all are really out here doing the thing. And don't uh, count the Knicks out anymore. I feel like those are days of the past. And all Knicks fans truly deserve this because y'all have been through it. Y'all have been through the ringer and the bad draft picks and all that kind of stuff for to see the Knicks having this success. And they're not even playing, to me, their best starting lineup because they got Derrick Rose in a trade. And they have, you know, quickly over there on the sideline, and they're really not playing quickly or Derrick Rose that much. So once they get incorporated into the lineup, I really feel like the Knicks can make a big push in the playoffs if they get there, because I really do think they're going to be a playoff team. And the team in the West is the Utah Jazz. They are leading the Western Conference right now by two games, and you know we all talk about the Lakers and how good the Lakers are, and. The Lakers are a very dominant force. You know, they're second. They're the team that's two games behind the Utah Jazz right now. But Utah goes out. They do their business. They, you know, offense, defense, they're all in their games. None of their games are relatively close, you know. And they've won 19 out of the last 20 games. That's insane. Like, that's crazy to think about. They've won 19 out of the last 20 games. And a good amount of them have been road games. And, I mean, road games kind of don't mean as much now because there's not as many fans. There's not all the hoopla and the holler and the cheers and all that good stuff. But it's still a road game. You still have, like, the other outside factors of a road game, the travel and all these good stuff. And it's even more now because, you know, protocols and all that thing. So, shout out to the Utah Jazz. Keep them on your radar. You know, they did make it into the playoffs last year. And they got, you know, right there close to the end. then they ran into Denver. And... I still do think they need a score to help out Donovan Mitchell, but right now they have some tools and they have the chips and they're figuring it out and they're getting their business done. So give the Utah Jazz some credit as well. That is going to be it for this week's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Make sure to like, comment, rate, subscribe wherever you decide to listen to your podcast yet. Head on over to Instagram and follow at her sports convo podcast to stay up to date on all things at her sports convo. Again, tell me how you feel about all the things we talked about today in our basketball packed episode. And, you know, let me know how you feel about these opt outs. And because I know Jalen Johnson will not be the last and there's more to come sooner or later. And watch some women's basketball. They're really, you know, putting them on TV a little bit more. So make sure you check those ladies out. And keep an eye on the Knicks and the Utah Jazz because they're they're making big pushes as always have fun be safe and don't be afraid to join the confo